The Business Travel Podcast, brought to you by The Business Travel Magazine. Hi, my name is Beth Ferris and I'm the editor of The Business Travel Magazine and I'd like to welcome you to our latest Business Travel Podcast and vodcast. Uh, today I'm speaking with Clive Ratton and his daughter Sammy as part of our Business Travel Ambassadors campaign. It's a new series that we've started and it's called Kindred Spirits and we're talking to people in the industry whose daughters or sons have followed them into business travel as a career. So welcome to you both. How are you doing? Good. Good. How are you? Very well, thank you. So let's let's crack on. Clive, you taught me through first your career your your career journey so far oh we've only got 15 <laughs> minutes right <laughs> yeah and samantha will go to sleep very quickly i'll notice it yeah i i mean this is i can't believe it's my 44th year in the industry uh so i know i don't look old enough right but uh, i started as uh, an apprentice at thomas cook when i was 16 so you can pretty much work out it's a big birthday i've got this year uh, and uh, on the counter in the leisure industry, but um, that's where I stayed for quite a while in Tunbridge Wells uh, and did various bits and pieces, including foreign exchange, cashiering and, and other bits. Um, and then uh, ended up doing business travel at Thomas Cook uh, down in Gloucester uh, first up um, and was there for quite a while and moved around a bit with Thomas Cook, became American Express and then got my um, the break that I really wanted because as I think most people know I'm a bit of an aviation geek. So uh, I got a job working for British Airways as a corporate account manager, uh, which I did for a, for a number of years. And then spent a bit of my career in the airlines working for British Airways, set up the corporate sales team at Qantas here in the UK, uh, moved on to Gulf Air, uh, which is both corporate and leisure. And then eight years at Etihad uh, running the, um, the airline effectively here, both on the corporate side, leisure side, uh, and everything else that goes along with, with an airline. And then I had a chance to take on a travel management company based in Manchester, uh, which I was became CEO. And I did that for uh, four years and really found out genuinely how hard it is to run a TMC. And that's why I have every respect and admiration for my uh, peers and colleagues in the Business Travel Association, which, of course, is where I am now. And I'm, I'm hugely proud and privileged to represent the industry and have this role uh, and be able to kind of promote the industry and um, and give something, you know, I know it's a bit corny, but start giving something back. But uh, it is great. So, yeah, long, a long career, always in uh, travel, predominantly in business travel. And it's served me pretty well, I think. So just before we go on to Sammy, you started in leisure, though, which a lot of people seem to do. So when mm-hmm. you were in school, did you want to work in travel? And, and it was leisure the side that you wanted to to, to move into? Yeah, that? I mean, when I was at school, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I was pretty hopeless at school, to be honest with you. And I was flopping around and, and doing stuff. And this story may come out in a second generation kind of story <laughs> as well. When you get to Samantha. Uh, um, but, you know, my <laughs> parents were trailblazers of travel, even though they weren't in travel. But um, we, you know, jumped into the package holidays very early on when they were first coming out. My first trip was in 1970 on a Clarkson's holiday on a Danair Comet um, to Palmer. Uh, and they, you know, those days were very early packaged to us. My parents were straight onto it. So I, I got that love of travel. And then when I was coming up to the age of 16 and going through careers and, you know, trying to get me to go to university, none of our family had been to university. I was like, I don't want any of that. I, you know, I love that travel thing because we traveled all over Europe and done that kind of stuff very early. Um, and uh, I wrote to all the local travel agents on a handwritten letter. I was thinking about this yesterday. This is like how much the world's changed. Uh, and um, yeah, finally got an interview at Thomas Cook. And I didn't know anything about business travel at all. 
and that's the point, right? That I got in uh, booking holidays. But when I got in there, there was this um, one person who did what was called business house. And I think it took me a year to work out what they were actually doing because they were on the counter as well. And they did the odd booking for the business house. Um, and it was some time before I really knew what it was. And, and you know, as I converted, I think it was probably about seven or eight years into my career that I moved into being a business travel consultant and then stuck with it after that that point. So, um, so what, were, you, were, you, were, you even, weren't even aware of what they did. When, when, once you've got a taste of it, you didn't have a, you, you flitted back to leisure a bit, but were you kind of hooked then? What, what was it that made you want to stay with business travel? Once uh, well, it was, it was funny, actually. Yeah, uh, it, it came by chance to go into uh, what was then a, a dedicated TMC, because a lot in the early days, travel management was done at the sides of retail offices or upstairs or whatever. And, and Thomas Cook in Gloucester was a, uh, a purely uh, business travel house. And I got in there and I got to look after some really quite large accounts and not know anything about it. And I got to know the um, what was the PAs in those days and the travellers. Uh, and I was helping them go and do their business. And it was just, I just loved it because you were playing part of, uh, you know, somebody going on a on a journey to to do something really big for the company. And in those days, uh, you know, they would come back and the traveller would go, oh, thanks for sorting it out, Clive. I went and signed a deal. And I thought, this is pretty amazing. I feel part of this company. And for me, I, I just really liked it. And it was being uh, brutally honest about then you didn't have to face the customer coming in in front of you it was always on the phone and uh you know you did get away from that direct customer contact which could be challenging at times so okay fine so moving on to you Sammy talk me through your career so far and how you got into business travel yeah so mine's probably a lot less underwhelming than dad's I'll be honest but I mean I've I been know. in the industry 16 years now so I kind of started right when I was 17 and a bit like that I didn't have a clue what I wanted to do at all and I think I remember quite clearly I was 17 I was going through different college courses and dad was like just get a job and I was like okay <laughs> sure no problem and I mean it's cringe when I think about it at the time but there was like programs on where people were planning events and all these glamorous places around the world and I went well that looks quite fun let's give that a go and that kind of started my sort of first job in I think I was Hilton T4 was my first job so very unglamorous um compared to what I saw on TV and then I stayed there for about a year and then I moved to a representation company um looking after sort of like Amman tourist board Grenada tourist board so that kind of opened my eyes to the travel industry a little bit more to impress like trips and so on um and then I went back to hotels um for a good few years doing events and sales in there I think I was there for like a good four or five years, um, maybe even longer, and then moved to, I had then my early 20s, probably, let's go do something a bit fun, and I worked at a company organising stag and hen parties, as I hate to admit it now, <laughs> but I had fun, you had to do it, and I was there for, again, a good sort of five years, and then that's when I kind of moved to a TMC side, working in the events side of a TMC, so um, I've been doing that for six seven years now um and that's kind of where I still am now in TMC side of working within TMCs of an event agency um planning stuff all around the world and I love it but like yeah didn't have a clue what I wanted to do fell into it is it account manager of yes which is your event yes yeah account director at your event solution okay and before that you were tag for some some years is that correct yeah so five and a half years I was with the appointment group similar sort of role, planning events. 
So going back to your school days, even though your dad had worked in travel, you weren't that you weren't hooked, you weren't set on being in travel then. You still weren't quite sure. It, it wasn't something that you'd seen your dad do and think thought that's that's <laughs> fun. No, I mean, growing up, it was just what he did. So like to me, you know, like anyone sort of, my dad does this. I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. It wasn't like right. I need to get into that industry. It wasn't until later because I think at one point I was trying to be media production in college I even was like I'm gonna do prosthetic makeup or something ridiculous like that a nightmare. <laughs> it was chopped and changed every week it was a nightmare and then <laughs> it was a get a job Samantha and I was like okay and then it wasn't until I've kind of always enjoyed planning stuff and doing things like that and and seeing it it was sort of on telly it like I can't remember what program it was and I was like that looks so much fun that looks so glamorous reality it's not like that at all should have known that really but that's what kind of first got me into it. I was like right let's try some hotels let's see what that event's life is like working in the industry and then been here ever since not so left when your dad was saying get a job he wasn't saying get a job in travel no no he was just like just get a job he was like because he never went to university I never did the university thing either and it didn't really appeal to me it wasn't academic or anything like that so I just was kind of like just want to get stuck in and do something and he was like well just crack on find something it doesn't have to be what you want to do straight away like but try it see you're young start out trying to do a few different things but it kind of stuck straight away so I did want her to get into it because I I thought why why didn't you want her to get in why aren't you saying get a job in travel it's really great (laughs) well I I didn't well you wouldn't know Samantha when she was 16 and 17 there was no no telling her anything (laughs) so you would have to play the reverse psychology saying don't do that and she would have done it so um but uh, all jokes apart I I, yeah it was just about encouraging her to um to get a role and I was keen about uh getting into the industry and I, I think um and I knew at the time, I think she'd be good. And I was kind of keen to get her into airline account management because of my yeah. background. And there were some opportunities around that. And I said, why don't you do that? But um, the opportunity came up at Hilton uh, at Terminal 4, which is the events. And we were living quite close to it at the time. And uh, she got the job. But I hope she would agree in her saying, I never said don't do it. It was a case of when no. she got it, I was pleased to do it. I-, I think you have to let people make up their own minds and she saw my story again we were joking he's going what did you think of your dad well she never saw me because I was away all the time <laughs> do you know who I was um, just came back with gifts every now and then yeah that's it as long <laughs> as I turned back with a teddy from somewhere it was okay um so uh I think you know and since then uh clearly I'm very uh proud uh that she's in the industry and we have kind of spoken and and helped get through roles including like mm. a tourism or what have you through contacts uh and that so I, th- I think it's great and I'm really pleased he is but I think with everybody we just have to show what a great opportunity is and I think the big thing that the message both of us give over is we both kind of left school at 16 without too many qualifications have now got a really uh, good career out of it and and having fun mm-hmm. and I know it sounds this is not glamorous but you know if she gave a list of where she's yeah. heading off to in the next few months yeah. it's it's pretty glamorous right? and what what you don't remember which program it was that you saw I can't remember it was probably I used to watch god awful tv so it was probably something really like reality tv exactly so it was probably some reality tv sort of style thing that did and I don't even think it was focused on that I just thought I think they were probably doing like guest lists and some like big fancy parties like the Oscars or something like that and I was like oh that sounds fun I feel like I'll, I'll do all right at that and 
that's how it all started bit random really I think it was actually I remember because it was either out of the Hilton or I also applied for Qantas cabin crew at the time so it was and I had the I think I was going to the interview but then I got the job at Hilton and I was like no let's go with the Hilton so I was going to end up in the travel industry at some point let's be honest what we're talking about I spoke to um uh somebody at a college recently and she was saying that is actually important although you, you said you didn't have much of an influence on Sammy's career as her parent but she was saying it is important for the industry to speak to or to somehow um, raise awareness ab- among of the parents as well, not just the students. Is that something that you uh, think is important to club and that the BTA is, has looked into? Because th- they do have some influence in some respects as to what their their children end up doing, choosing, I guess. I think it is really important and something we're very across is getting the message beyond the individual to say it's a good career. I mean, I've also had those conversations where people have um, said to me, well, my parents said, don't join that uh, industry because it's X, Y, Z. And particularly over the last couple of years, it's been at the the kind of the the cold face of all things that have been pretty bad and the people saying that's not a stable career so I think we do have to get to them and say it is a great career and you know if I look around my immediate peers around the BTA and and everybody we work with and they say a basis you know they've all had really strong careers and uh, have been in it for a long time so I think we do have to make sure that the those that are advising and it's not just parents which is hugely important but careers officers and the careers advisors that this industry that we're in is a career driven industry that is um, give you plenty of option and, and is not a risky strategy for somebody in their career so yeah I think we just need to spread the word far and wide beyond those individuals because there's nothing worse right than than getting a student going I want to do that and then the parent going I don't want you to do that so mm. we have to stop that. And, and going back to your uh, your where you, you your attraction to the industry, you wanted you were into travelling. You, you know you'd had you'd had the experience as a, as a child on the package holidays. Um, what was that the same for you, Sammy? Were you were you did you did you look in, to come into this because you liked travelling, or was that or had you done so much? Yeah. Travel? I mean, did you, did you travel quite a lot because of your dad's work? Was yeah, that- I mean, we were so fortunate, and to say that he didn't have an influence, he definitely had an influence on the whole my knowledge of the industry and even helping me to where I am now he's been an amazing help and he obviously knows a million people in this industry um which is always super helpful but growing up I mean we were so lucky we got to I mean we went to Australia like Singapore like we got to go to these amazing places and I kind of look back and I think actually that was really special because a lot of my friends probably didn't do that and there's me coming back after summer holidays going oh, I just spent three weeks in Australia traveling around and we did like a tour around America like that so to me the travel like traveling from the get-go has always been part of kind of our DNA as like our family like I think going past dad as well sort of like our my grandparents and so on they've always traveled so I mean it's always stuck with me that like, I want to see the world I want to see as much of the world as I can and I think that's also where this in- where I love this industry of I've got to travel the world and see some amazing places that I necessarily wouldn't have known or done at all. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely growing up with that kind of knowledge and seeing him do that as well and him travel to places and and being like, oh, where's that? That looks amazing. I want to I want to go there. I want to explore and, and kind of raise that awareness to people and be like, look, have you been here? Yeah. Yeah. And what else do you love about working in travel? I love the people like working 
within an events agency is probably slightly a little bit different because I'm putting an event on for business travel people as well so start to sort of finish and that's one of the one things I have as well is kind of kind of proposing those destinations to people going like right you've never been here or like let's think outside the box where can we take people that is going to be a once in a lifetime experience for them to kind of come back and be like wow my company has taken me here like this is an amazing experience so I love sort of being able to give people that opportunity of proposing somewhere and being like planning everything and they get to see the most amazing parts of certain countries um, and seeing that sort of start to finish and then the people just kind of really make it in this industry like who you know and they really want to show off the best of especially when I'm using a destination or a DMC they want to show off the best of their country and it's then you kind of get to meet these people all over the world that again I would have never even known or acknowledged and then it's kind of you have that network around the world which I think is a really special thing to kind of say you have and you have you know people all over and I guess things are different things are different every day you're not doing the same thing day in and out things are changing all the time and they're always you're always discovering new places new and meeting new people is that part of the attraction I mean... yeah absolutely I mean even today I've had like some DMCs come in of like they're telling me new places to go and I'm like I literally came out I was like girl I'm gonna book a flight I'm going here and they're like so it's, again it's me finding new places as well which excite me and I just would never have even known half of this stuff at all and so, what, what skills do you think you've you've acquired working in the industry oh that's a great question um I mean in this industry it you need a lot of people management within this industry you have to have be very personal and kind of work with a number of different people um that's probably one of the main things and then I'm trying to think what else really could organization skills you've learned (laughs) yeah I was gonna say (laughs) that too yeah um definitely organization skills being in events you kind of you need to and just learning different things of different countries that you kind of really have to use your brain quite a lot of visas god knows what else so there's a lot in it but people is the main one and yeah I'd say organization you kind of are looking at a number of different places at the same time so and what do you think you'll stay in travel the rest I know it's you've got a long life ahead of you but do you well I definitely don't see myself going anywhere anytime soon I mean it's been sort of 16 years already which makes me feel old a lot but I wish (laughs) yeah um but no, I really, I really do love the industry and it has its stresses, but I don't think I could see myself working in a different agency now. I think during COVID, I was like, well, maybe I should try something different, but I couldn't put my finger on what that could be. It always kind of came back to travel. Yeah. And obviously, Clive, I think I know the answer to this one, but you're, you're, you're in travel for this foreseeable Oh, I think I'm done. Yeah, yeah, until I'm done, which is not that far away. But yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't leave it. I, you know, I. The only time I left it was for uh, a, t- a twelve-month period where I ran a pub with my wife oh. at the time, but that was still in hospitality. Um, so the rest of it, it's it's been completely in this, and I absolutely love it. And you know, now I just want to travel more as I get older and head towards retirement, and I actually want to travel even more than I have done already. I guess before he's always away now. 
yeah he's never in yeah. the country anymore <laughs> I know, we're always calling you out to come and look after her fur brother so um, <laughs> yeah. we can go away <laughs> <laughs> so and what uh if you were to sort of go in and talk to a group of students now clive and what how would you sell the industry to them or a career in the industry to them well i mean i i have been fortunate enough to do this and it is um you know, quite an easy sell for me, but whether it's an easy buy for them, I think is still the, the thing. But I, I think it's generally the opportunity that you that it gives you. If you look at my career, I've gone from, with no qualifications to being uh, a CEO of, a, of an organisation and of a travel management company. Um, but not just that, more importantly, is I've gone from being leisure to foreign exchange to corporate to airline leisure, corporate uh, running a TMC, and so I haven't gone a straight track all the way through. And and Samantha, sorry, Sammy, I, I'm not going to say Samantha when officially. <laughs> Sammy is doing the same, even at 16 years, going hotel, uh, you know, into a tourism board, and then into events. And that's what we did with our brochure, right? That we we put out. I wanted passionately wasn't whilst we represent travel management companies. It's to say you can start there, you can come back there, and go away again, and still come back. And what it gives you is this huge career opportunity. But it also gives you experiences. If you're into experiences, you know, I, I generally have travelled the world for free is my kind of tagline that, that I've done. And I've stayed in the best hotels, uh, had amazing experiences. I have met everything from royalty to prime ministers, uh, to sports stars, to music stars. Uh, I've you know been away doing sporting stuff that I personally love that I could never have paid for, let alone got an opportunity at. And I, you know, the last piece is I've worked genuinely, and it's again a bit cheesy with some amazing people, and had so much fun. Uh, and even through the darkest times, uh, such as the volcano and and the pandemic, is that just those people have got us through, and we still managed to laugh. And uh, I feel a, a huge part of it, and I almost feel a bit sad that it's, I know I'm coming towards the end of my career because i love it so much you've got a few more years to go i have i have (laughs) but you know it's you jealous of those people starting out and the opportunities they've got so when i'm talking to students or whatever is saying you know it's just you're so lucky to be at the start of this and the world changes it's changed in the time that i've been in it massively from handwriting air tickets uh to where we are now but it it just People love travel. It's emotional. It's subjective. And it most of all, whether it's business travel, leisure travel, people get excited about it. And you're making that excitement. You're making dreams come true and businesses grow. And it's it's such a powerful message. Yeah. Definitely. What a great place to end. Thank you so much to both of you. Uh, it's been really good fun talking to you. And uh, hopefully we can share this and and uh, attract some new people, new, new talent into the industry. So thanks very much for your time. Thank you. Thanks, Bev. The Business Travel Podcast, brought to you by The Business Travel Magazine.